writing things that I want to hear and writing things that I feel um, kind of express what's on my mind, right? And talking about my lived experiences, especially as a woman in the music industry, I feel like I have a lot of experiences and a lot of things that I see that, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe not everybody gets to see. And so it's kind of an interesting side of things. What are some things uh, that you see in the music industry or that happen in the music industry because of gender? Well, one thing I've been noticing, um, I run a jam down at KJ's Hideaway once a month, and I, I, I go jam, and, and I, I've known for a while that a lot of my female friends don't really like to go to jams because they get asked on a lot of dates. <laughs> and I think a lot, like, you know, these um, guys that go to jams, there's not a lot of that. They don't walk in and have their friends say, hey, do you want to go on a date later or anything? They don't have to think about any of that. They can just hang out and jam. And so I've been um, noticing that and thinking a little about how you know, as, as a woman, we have all of these kind of extra things that you don't really think about at the time, but it kind of builds up. You know, you've got these guys that want to go on dates and stuff, and I'm like, I'm just here to jam. You know, I don't want to do any of that. I'm just here to play music. What's My Name is Ruby about? It's actually about trying to speak on some of that behavior, right? And trying to say to some people, some guys like, hey, I'm not really into that. And, and sometimes it's not received very well. Yeah, I stand tall to speak my truth, demand respect. My voice is shook and I'm mad with rage and even more abuse. But I stand my ground, my heart is strong. I use my voice to sing this song for every woman hurt by tainted love. Yeah, my name is Ruby, let me speak. My voice might shake, but let me speak. Drawn silent through the sands of time, show quiet. Your undergraduate major was in literature, and you were inspired by Allen Ginsberg's poem, How, and you wrote a song that's connected somehow. Yeah, it's kind of a, a rambly poetic piece, and I've really inspired by a lot of the diction that he uses. Um, you know, that first line of that poem is, I saw the best minds in my generation destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical, naked. And, and that sort of the way that he, you know, lays everything out like that. So you're influenced by the Ginsberg poetic sensibility. You know, and thinking about the way that he kind of uses language and creates this kind of like like stream of consciousness sort of sound, the way the words connect. Um, that, that whole poem is kind of based on that idea of really kind of, you know, creating a very lyrically poetic piece. Could you give me an example of your song to show the connection with the Ginsberg poem? I think um, looking at the way that the, the words really fall into place. It's kind of a diction thing and, and, and a poetic language thing, right? This is probably my most poetic song that I have. Um, you know, and 
even just the way that the words all fall together. I soar aimless through the ocean, spray or flutter over gallows, remorseless winds of time blow all my feathers to the morrow. And thinking about the way that he, Ginsburg really kind of takes language and kind of does these crazy things with it. And I, I really wanted to do that when I was writing this song, right? I wanted to kind of take some inspiration from that. And so I really tried to. And at the end of it, when I thought, well, what should I call it? I thought, well, I've been so into this poem and, and I've tried to create all these elements. I might as well call them the same thing and as a tribute. Howl. Okay, here's a little clip of your song, and a short time into it, we'll have that aimless to the ocean part that you recited earlier. I wake up in the morning and these birds are singing sweetly and I open up my eyelids and the walls all speak to me. I whistle at their whispers as I shiver in the shadows. I find myself in places I'm not supposed to be. I saw aimless through the ocean spray or I, I flutter over gallows and remorseless winds of time blow all my feathers to tomorrow. I sense movement in the woods and their eyes shiver in the shadows. We're speaking with Ruby Blue of the group Red Eye Ruby, and uh, your recent CD has to you a highlight of ensemble work. Yeah, I think with Sunshine and Good Looking, I was very surprised at how good it turned out because it was one of the most unfinished pieces on the record. I brought it in and showed everybody and said, I'm kind of thinking a Motown sound for this, and everybody agreed, and it turned into this piece that just really floored me with how great it was. I was so excited to hear just the fresh takes that all the musicians had, and of course, Matt Patrick's, you know, his production is always on point. Um, so it was really fun for me to hear how that one turned out. I, I think it was just so surprising to me the way that it, the way it, it ended up forming, and I love it. Did you forget about the sun as it was shining so bright? Did you forget about that full moon glowing? Yeah, I don't always have the answers, maybe sometimes I'm right. I Ruby's CD release event is 10 p.m. Friday night, July 29th at the Hook and Ladder in Minneapolis. For information, the web address is redeyeruby.com. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking.